This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Sylvia DeFonte was Mother Superior in Warrior Nun. She was born in Montreal and considers herself, quote, a citizen of the world. She's lived in Panama, Hong Kong, and also Rome. She's also appeared in Empire and Medici. Warrior Nun spurred a cult following with 9 million fan tweets showing support. And the fans called themselves halo bearers. We'll have that conversation with her in just a moment. Sylvia, how wonderful to talk to you about this series. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it, and I am sad that it's no more, which uh, unfortunately does happen. But uh, congratulations on that. What's it, what was your impressions of doing it and, and, and really just playing this character? Well, I thought I thought it was crazy. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, sometimes sometimes when people, uh, the very few people that I know that haven't seen it, says, "But what 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 is it about?" I said, "Well, it's, you know, it's a group of nuns that kick ass, and they also are in love with each other. So one is in love. So and then the other, and it's just all the plot is is is, is really." Is really crazy, and um, so when when I when I when I read for the role, I was uh, so interested because I could feel that the character had very similar traits to me. So um, I was like, okay, let's let's see what happens, and um, yeah, and it was that was it. <laughs> Luckily, luckily, I, 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 yeah, I got the role. <laughs> yes, you did. I really liked. This is what she. This is what I really liked about the character. She obviously has to protect her nuns, and yet she also has to deal with Cardinal Duretti, and uh, <laughs> eventually becomes Pope. So it's like, wow, and he has a different agenda. That may not be the agenda that might be right for what's going on in the world. But so she has to kind of play politics a little bit. Talk about that aspect of her. Well, yeah, I think that um, I decided for for uh, with the material that I had, I decided to to work on my uh, own ambivalences. I don't know if that word exists. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, it does. <laughs> meaning that she she belongs to the church. I I created a background story, you know, a backstory where she uh, had reasons and motivations to be grateful and protect the institution, not just because of her faith, but because of the structure that was able in the past to protect her. So that was my family, but then I also had my girls that I trained, so that was my 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 uh, platform, you know, where my so my my feet were walking, where my girls were walking, my head was, you know, my eyes and my my part of my brain was paying attention to the vertical structure that I had to take care of as well. The focus was mainly about uh, the objective. And um, the objective is taking care of the warrior nun, 
taking care of the halo from season one to season two there's there's a big transition because of what happens and uh so the stakes are really high yeah and at a point it's about choosing where to where to stand yeah so and i and i become very easily a partisan of my girls because that's that what's that's what counts more and that's what i see being the most honest battle to fight while the rest is uh is corrupted so i see that going on i think that if at the beginning strategy was more the attitude uh so observation strategy coldness once she starts to fight also physically she gets closer nearer so you get to you get to feel what she really is yeah you get closer you get you get to see her more more privately i think mm -hmm. that's that's interesting what was it like to do those scenes the fight scenes the fight ones yeah <laughs> great <laughs> i love that I'm so exciting and that's that's and that's this is a secret that was her excitement like her also her sexual drive in a way that's how that's how she performed her body in her fullness because otherwise she was just you know standing still very still very heavy her weight her her breathing her speech very slow and then suddenly fight mode it's all about body it's all about strength and and, and fullness and so yeah that was so fun mm -hmm. i heard this was filmed in uh espana which is where my family originated so i was very happy about that is that true and, and some of those churches were pretty amazing from what i saw see si, 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 si. well uh, yeah spain <laughs> uh spania is, is beautiful and uh oh yeah uh it looked like you know it, it could have been shot in in italy as well i think because of the these huge cathedrals and some of them luckily were usable we could actually shoot in them and also make it seem something else the vatican <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> which you can't shoot in. well rome would have been a or italy would have been a great second choice another beautiful country that i've been to so that would have been very nice to see that. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it really was a really cool series. Talk about Alba and the pivotal role of Ava. I mean, that there was a lot on her shoulders. A lot, a lot. She's amazing. You know, she's a she's a great professional. Also, her being so young, but also having that weight, the halo on her shoulder on her shoulders is, um, yeah, I think she was perfect for that because yeah, she's young, but you know, wise. Wise for her age, as they say, that's great. This was actually created by a writer who I've interviewed in the past, Simon Barry. Uh, so uh, was he there during the shooting or was he here in the States or maybe somewhere else? He was there all the time. Oh, that's nice. He was there all the time. Yes, he was absolutely close to the show. You could always discuss scenes with him. He's been director of several yeah. episodes as well. 
So yeah, he really took care of everything. Oh, that's he was fantastic. very present. What's it like dealing with the special effects? Because we know some of those demons really weren't there. Oh well, I I I fought with real people. So uh, <laughs> that's true. You did <laughs> personally. I, never, I I didn't have any demon experience, so I, I didn't have green screens. Uh, no, I I had real people, re real situations. So I can I can tell that wasn't my personal experience. Um, but I saw some of those. Um, luckily, you know, when you when you're an actor, <laughs> you are trained to imagine things that are not there. <laughs> so <laughs> so that really comes very useful when you need that. Mm -hmm. So I guess the the bad news is always when you get the news that the show would not be renewed. When the, when did that happen? Well, we found out, uh, well, of course, we had a communication that was um, before the official news. Uh -huh. uh, so we knew that. When, when it came out officially, we will... We already knew. Luckily, it's always sad when when uh, when something that has such a potential uh, in 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 storytelling and uh, you know in in development of the character uh, and all the different storylines gets cancelled. Um, but it happens, mm -hmm. unfortunately, and uh, the reasons are, you know. We don't get to know them all, <laughs> so yeah, I hear uh, you there. Especially, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was, I was especially sad for for all the love that the show received. You know how how the supporters were there mm, to just you know push for the show and show love and show excitement and how how they bonded together. All these groups. They created a real community, and I think that's fantastic. That's that's really, yeah. No, that's the really fan beautiful. support was very strong, and uh, and rightly so. It was such a it still is, and it still is. Yeah, it never really goes away. It just always hangs around, which is great. People are still going back to the episodes. I mean, they're probably still there, so it's great to go back to them. That's the beauty of uh, of uh, of streaming. Um, as far as shooting, yeah. what were your what were your days like? Were, uh, were they long days, or I guess it depended on how many scenes you were in that day. Well, uh, talking about the second season, we especially had night shoots. Oh, well, yeah. So they were long nights, not long days. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Long nights, and some of the locations were peculiar. I mean, we shot in the the Prado Museum in in Madrid. Nice. And so the schedule was pretty tight. So sometimes it was, you know, rushing, but then going back and then it, so and a lot of waiting, obviously. So, um, but it was worth it for the location. So mm -hmm. it was it was tiring. I mean, but you get you get you get into the schedule. You know, you have nights, 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 and you try to sleep during the day. Oh, that's not always. I work nights. That's not always easy. <laughs> it's not always easy at all. Uh, <laughs> no. One of the things I like is, uh, you know, it's such a classic theme, good versus evil. And uh, I mean, you can't, the church and what it represents and also demons and what they represent, it can't be more clear cut. 
there's no gray area there. It's like, you know, who really is bad. But the gray area, of course, is the members of the church that might be, and especially the cardinal, what he might not seem to be. So I, I appreciated that part of it. Talk about that theme and, and kind of living in that world. That was a very interesting part of the, the show. Uh, going beyond that dichotomy, you know, good and bad. So thinking something is absolutely good and then seeing the shift in the nuances and uh that's that 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 that's exactly where problems arise <laughs> because you don't know how to deal with it um so at the end of the first season the betrayal and uh and then not really knowing how to deal with it um yeah well, that's the most interesting part because you have to learn how to move in it and everything is unexpected and uh, improvised. So, yeah, I think that that was one of the most, um, for me, one of the aspects of the show that deserved more attention. Also concerning my, my character's choices. Oh yeah, definitely. Sci-Fi Talk returns in a moment. You're also in Medici, obviously another, but that's more of a real kind of, of a, it was a real person. So what was that like? And it's got to be the, the period closed too. Well, the period is, is Renaissance. So it's, it's kind of, um, I luckily have a little bit of insights in art history and, uh, the whole Medici story is, uh, um, it's, not well known, but I mean, <laughs> I studied it in school, and uh, you know, my partner partner is an art historian, so I had the chance to to ask him questions about it. But then, of course, the the series plot is um, is is of course it's written in a way that also makes some some things more extreme, some less you know, the violence involved. Uh, but I must say that the um, the attention to the period, to the costume design, uh, it was it was just amazing, fantastic. Oh, that's Alexandre great. Lai, the costume designer, he's been, yeah, it's uh, just the details and, uh, and then the locations, the real locations. That, that must have been something to actually be in some of the places where they were. That must have been pretty incredible. Yeah, that's the magic, the magic of this job. <laughs> yeah, that is incredible. After the series, what did you uh, what did you end up doing? I, obviously, you're probably still working, I'm sure. Yeah, well, well uh, yes, there are always projects <laughs> coming in. Luckily, some you can talk about, some you can't. Sure. Uh, and then I have, I have, um, I have my own company, theater company. Uh, oh. So we, we've just finished a Pierpaolo Pasolini production, um, Pilades, and it's a very complex play. Um, and we, we're, we're going to be touring for a while. And uh, I play Athena, the goddess. Of course. Rational. <laughs> but it's but the setting is really interesting because it's it's 
it's not the Greek tragedy that you expect. It's it's actually set in a post rave techno party oh. scene. Oh. So there are smashed cars and caravans and uh yeah, it's very, very very cool. <laughs> no, I like I like when when uh, people take even Shakespearean plays and kind of update them and and and, uh, and instead of well, you need to update them. Yeah, you, you do. I, but I mean, you need to update them in order to tell the story because the story is absolutely universal. But you need yeah. to find the way to speak, mm -hmm. and the audience where the audience was, yeah, there were kids. I mean, teenagers, and that was fantastic. That is fantastic. You know, hundreds of teenagers, and it's it's. What's it and like? I, for and you? It's about politics, so it's oh. always interesting to to see how you think they're not attracted to that, but they are. <laughs> yeah, these days I think everybody is. Um, talking about being on the stage and what's that like? It's such a different experience, obviously, from from movies because there's no cut. You're on all the time. Yeah, I I um, I believe that. When you're trained and you're trained in different uh, fields, it's just about the closeness, <laughs> obviously. The camera is here, so it's always inside. I mean, the experience is always there, but the, the delivery when the audience is far has to be clearer. Uh, not bigger, just clearer sometimes. Uh, and you, but you just learn the different device. And sometimes it's not true that you can have so many takes and do it and redo it. Sometimes it's like live, you have to do it. I'm not saying once, but if you do it once, it's better <laughs> because you, you lose less time. Um, but I think that, yeah, the, the, the live experience has something absolutely magic oh absolutely yeah magic. Oh. it's different it's different obviously it's different but it's a moment and it finishes and then it's it's the recreation of that moment and it's always shifting and you always find things and explore things and it's uh yeah it's 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 amazing it is an experience seeing something live like that. I've experienced it more, more than a few times in, in my life as an audience member, and it's absolutely fantastic. When when you do, uh, when you go from maybe, I don't know if you've done this, but you've gone from the stage to do a TV series or a movie, do you, is it automatically kick in the style, or do you have, like, do you need to maybe get into rehearsal a little bit to kind of turn on your movie camera acting or TV camera acting well, as opposed I, to theater? In both, I use preparation. Uh, and preparation has different phases, different moments. So that there's the preparation about the character, the choices, what you create about the backstory, the previous circumstances, the choices that you make concerning where does it come from, the motivation, how do you overlap your life, the character's life? And that is equal. In theater, you rehearse a lot. In movies and series, it really depends on the time. You don't have a lot of time. There are directors in movies, especially, that want to rehearse. I think that's 
<laughs> that's fantastic um because that creates a relationship and but then but then there's the moment and and, and there's a, the present moment so the preparation is the same relaxation is crucial being on stage or on set with an open instrument is 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 uh is fundamental for the performance because mm. you know everything is more organic and fluid and uh real truthful mm -hmm. and that's that's the goal yeah as like with a theater play i would think you have a little because you have the rehearsal you you spend more time with the cast before the other cast members before you go on stage but like even stepping into warrior nun you might not have that luxury you have some days you literally go to the first day after you know do your costume fitting then you go to the first day and that's when you meet everybody was that the case with warrior or did you mm -hmm. guys get any time to kind of get to know each other beforehand first day season 1 no i was wow thrown on set, <laughs> literally coming from a stage in Italy and thrown on set in Spain uh, in a very dramatic scene. But yeah, that's, that's, that's why we're trained. <laughs> because when that happens, you still need to do it. So uh, you work with what you have. And uh, luckily, when your colleagues are open, listening, yeah, it happens. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I want to ask you about one thing. Uh, I've talked to a few actors about this. Uh, maybe they don't discover the character right away, but when they go to the costume fitting and they get into the costume and maybe look themselves in the mirror, uh, they'll say, ah, there, there, she, in your case, there she is. Was that, did you have that kind of experience mm -hmm. when you were doing your fitting? Yes, because... The habit makes the nun. <laughs> <laughs> In Italy, we say l'abito non fa il monaco. L'abito fa il monaco. Yeah, it makes the nun. Because, mm, especially with Christina Sopena, she's a great costume designer. This Mother Superior costume is has the shoulders and the hat, yeah. which is, you know, very rigid. And so the whole line of the costume helped the attitude that was already there obviously but then it's it's yeah it's it's the habit mm -hmm. it's not just dress it's it's what you are yeah and it affects how you Definitely. move how you know how you stand how you move everything compared to like regular yes. clothes so it you know it's kind yeah, of even it's when it's uncomfortable yeah <laughs> you know even when there's something that it's oh, mm, oh you just okay that's how it is yeah, yeah. it's not a a gym <laughs> a gym suit you know it's 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 a habit it has to be that so it's yeah well thank you for taking the time to talk to me it's a, really an underappreciated you. series um you were great in it everybody all the ladies were just absolutely fabulous and uh, it was fun to watch I was, I was at first we were like, oh, this is different. And but it was refreshing, too, because it's something we've never seen. So uh, it was I, I really appreciated that. So uh, congratulations on that. And 
Good luck with the theater company, and I'm sure we'll see you in front of the camera somewhere sometime soon. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome. You take care. Warrior Nun's first two seasons are available on Netflix. It was the highest rated show on Rotten Tomatoes. Keep the faith, Halo Bearers. This is Tony Tolado.